Doors without hinges are just barriers. When it feels like the world's biggest, baddest bouncer is just about to show you the door, stay flexible. Flexibility is essential to get from here to there anyways. But doors without any hinges are just blockades and barriers. Let me show you the door. Ladies and gentlemen, the doors. The doors. The doors. The doors. The doors. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, ampurage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... You know how some things start out one way and wind up a whole nother? Like 2020 <laughs> and the whole package of pandemic pandemonium? Sometimes it's on purpose, like the purposeful pivot that all of us entrepreneurs were told we had to endure. Sometimes it's just what happens when something new that seemingly makes more interesting sense to us casts its blip on our radar. Like, like those stories how one person uh, thought that they'd fallen in love with one particular type of person but just come to find out that it was actually the friend right next to him the whole time that actually made, you know, the better soulmate? Either way. Today, I started this by thinking about Jupiter's Legacy. And for those not in the know, Jupiter's Legacy is a Netflix show. Then I thought, no, speak about Mrs. Lim, a.k.a. My Lola is the story. It's her personal story of triumph that was fueled by hope, and flexible resilience against all odds, crazy odds. But now, with my mouth at the microphone and my gray matter in gear, I want to tell you about my granddad, oh, then Mrs. Lim, and then Jupiter's legacy. My granddad, Frank, was always called Granddad. He asked to be called that in a very stern voice that was really more an assertion than just asking. Never to be called Grandpa or Gramps. I don't know if those made him feel older, or if Granddad reminded him of Old Granddad, which was the booze. It doesn't really matter because he drank Cuddy Sark. Long story cut short, Granddad's life was supposed to be cut short. As a trucker who, when hauling a load for a very well-known chemical company, his payload wound up leaking acid. He inhaled it cross-country, and it burned out two-thirds of his lungs, leaving him with one-third of one lung, which was supposed to be just enough to keep him alive about six months. Yep, a truck driver with a death sentence 
just for doing his job. But Grandad adapted. No, he didn't grow a new lung. This isn't a Darwinian evolution thing. But he did grow to appreciate from flexing, bending, and adjusting, you know, from what you thought was going to happen, how you were going to spend your life, flexing instead to what apparently is different but must happen, happen as perhaps your only remaining option to live life at all, let alone lay out some legacy for loved ones. See, Granddad didn't get much money for the settlement way back in the 1970s, but it was just enough to do the one thing that kept him alive another 18 years. When he lost his lungs, he lived in Southern California, birthplace to pollution and smog alerts. So when doctors foretold of his impending doom, he just moved. Like a reverse Beverly Hillbillies thing, he left the polluted paradise of Southern California for clean air and a chance for a clean slate in Southern Oregon. Some eight miles, I think it was, from his mailbox and the general store. If he was going to die there, it wouldn't be to suffocation. Loneliness and boredom? Yeah, maybe. But dirty air? No chance. And over the next 18 years of his, and thankfully my life, Granddad taught me so much about living, and that legacy has been true riches to me. Now, let's talk about Mrs. Lim. Her story serves, actually, it deserves an entire podcast, just by itself, okay? Simply stated, she lost her Chinese father and Filipino mother when she was just a teen. She went on to support three siblings by selling fruit and fish in the marketplace. Later, she went full Mulan in World War II, cutting her hair off to pose as a boy. Her village was later slaughtered, and she was saved by a good Samaritan soldier. Then she was shipped off to become, honestly, a maid in a rich family's home. Over the rest of her life, she went from being married with children, the real thing, not the sitcom folks, to losing both her home and her business, having been burned to the ground in a fire then losing two of her five children to premature death, and no one ever plans to outlive their own children. To having medical specialists predict no less than five times that she was at the doorstep of death herself, only to remarkably recover each time. Eventually, she passed at the age of 80. In her final years, when someone asked her in a sit-down interview this question, what kept you going on in life with all that has happened to you. Hope, she answered. I never gave up thinking that tomorrow will be better than today and kept on going. Every day was precious and I gave my best efforts. Her whole life literally hinged on hope. And since hope is the desire for something not yet held or guaranteed, her hope hinged on having to stay flexible. That was her legacy to us all. Look up her story, the story of Mrs. Lim, L-I-M, a.k.a. My Lola. So now we're back to Netflix. <laughs> Isn't that where we all always end up anyways, Netflix, binging? You know, I don't actually binge TV, but I did binge Jupiter's Legacy, the story of superheroes who barely aged since the 1920s when they got their powers on some mysterious island. That really doesn't matter much. What does is the code. The code they followed strictly was to set the example for all humanity by saving humanity, fighting bad guys, but never killing. They had the power to kill on demand, 
but they showed great meekness. Look it up. Yeah, meekness. The meek shall inherit the earth. It means strength under control. Bet you didn't know that. Anyways, it was possibly their adherence to the code not to kill that was their undoing. As villains became more super themselves, generations wrestled with old ways versus new ideas. Sound familiar? Anyways, it was their cling to the code, the code that was supposed to hold humanity together, that actually tore their team apart. Their leader, the Utopian, he was called, could not, would not, and said that they should not bend the rules simply because following them was too hard and too harsh. To the Utopian, what was too harsh was any reality without the code. Interesting side note, Jupiter's legacy has been canceled. After one season, perhaps the show just wasn't good enough, perhaps because the storyline of good versus evil and how the heroes that battle for all of humanity while still wrestling with their own humanity, you know, or perhaps that storyline wasn't just something that the average Netflix binger went bonkers over, I don't know. But it has been replaced. Ready for it? Supervillains. The story of the bad guys that the same heroes of Jupiter's legacy tried so hard to neutralize through normalizing their code not to kill. Well, their show has been canceled, and the supervillains now get their own show. The supervillains win this round. I wonder what code, if any, the supervillains will follow, and how long their series will run. Well, most of us can relate to the moral flexibility of the bad guy more than the heroic, self-sacrificing example of having a code, a personal credo, and credibility to stand by it. But this, our world is not Netflix fantasy, and this is not Jupiter's legacy, no. This is the legacy of our survival, of personal evolution. The only thing, the only thing that they say that is constant and never changes, and that is, that change is, that change exists. So if flexibility is the crucial hinge on which the door from here to there swings open and shut, how do you, how do I, how do we know if we're being flexible or falling for gullible, or worse, failing at being credible? So, what we might just want to do to get good at it ahead of time is by picking a valuable motivating challenge and embrace that change itself and flexibility itself are the desired outcome, even in the face of failing the challenge itself. Don't wait till you have to flex to learn to flex. I'll say that again. Don't wait till you have to flex to learn to flex. Perhaps our hero's only way to have survived what would have been to adopt the kill or be killed credo that they fought. But perhaps adopting a credo that undoes your life's work actually undoes your life itself. And a life undone, well, may actually be a life that is all done, just done and over with. And that is the legacy that we must decide to choose or be the legacy that we are willing to let loose of and let our sometimes, let ourselves, occasionally, lose. And now, more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry from page 106. Keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the really great, they will make you feel that you too can become great. Mark Twain. And the guide's point of view on this? 
Gravity works on both big-minded and small. It's so much easier to knock someone down from their place on high than it is to climb up there with them. But what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean guided system, what have you learned recently that's new and empowering? What have you earned that wasn't just easily handed to you? Where are you adding to the world that's so much bigger than you? And now, be grateful for all of that, reflect on it, respect it, and before you navigate somewhere next, like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.